What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Slab Talk. I'm your host, Amil Sarfani, and this is my sports card show. I appreciate you tuning in. Today's episode is about the 2021 NBA playoffs, mid-playoffs, takeaways, reactions, and how I think it's going to affect sports cards moving forward. It's been an awesome playoffs to watch, so I'm excited for today's show. Before we get into the main part of the show, though, I want to introduce a new segment to Slap Talk that I'm pretty excited about. As I reflect on what I really enjoy about doing this show has been developing a relationship with you, the listener, the audience, and other content creators out there, and I want to expand on that in a really meaningful way. Um, So the idea here is to invite you, the listener, to come on to the show to discuss a topic of your choice. Um, And this could be any hobby-related, sports-related topic. Uh, It could be about a strategy that you're working through, uh, different things that you're seeing in the market, how you collect different grail cards that you've acquired uh, over time and your process of obtaining those, really any topic that you are interested in. uh, I want to invite you to come on to the show uh, and discuss that topic. To do this, um, I ask that you DM me on Instagram at the slab talk or email me at the slab talk at gmail.com uh, with your topic and some ideas around the topic. I will continue to host the show. So I will build out the framework around the show. But the idea here is to have a co-host to come on and, and increase the amount of kind of discussion and collaboration that I think uh, we can have a lot of fun with on slab talk. So if you are at all interested, please do reach out. All I ask is that you have decent access to uh, audio, which can be a very simple microphone, nothing really fancy, uh, and a decent uh, webcam for a Zoom interview. Um, and that's really all it would take. So if you are at all interested, please do DM me or email me with some ideas on a topic that you're interested in. And we can dis- we can build a 15 to 30 minute show around that topic, depending on that topic. Um, so please do take advantage of it. I'm excited about it. Uh, and DM me with any questions if you have any. All right. Let's get into the main part of the show today, talking about the 2021 NBA playoffs. Before we get into the games and what players are doing, you know, what they're, how they're performing and what they're doing uh, in these games, uh, I want to talk first about how awesome it is just to have people back in the stands. The crowds have been absolutely electrifying, and it's been so much fun to watch basketball, especially when you contra- contrast it from to last year's bubble, to have people back in the stands. Uh, It adds so much to the energy around the sport uh, and it's so important. So happy to see that after a year of COVID and after a year of being locked down the way we were, uh, it feels like there's a little bit of normalcy uh, coming back to life and to see people back in the stands uh, has been really awesome to see. Uh, You know, like what the Jazz are doing with the color coordinated shirts in the stands, such a cool thing. And a lot of teams are leaning into it in fun ways, but just really fun. That's how the NBA playoffs should be played is in front of thousands of people. And I'm glad that we're back uh, and, and experiencing basketball in that way. Now, the biggest takeaway I've really had about these playoffs uh, has been that the young guys are coming to play. They're staking their their territory here. They're saying, hey, we're here. This is our league now. And it's really cool to watch as we watch this transition happening. Uh, and it's not necessarily a full transition because we obviously have some of the veterans still playing in the playoffs. But first playoffs in a long time, we haven't had guys like Steph and LeBron playing. We still do have Kawhi and Kevin Durant. Um, but it's 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 really fun to watch these young guys come to play. Uh, and, and you know, you've got guys like Trey Young at age 22, Devin Booker at 24, Donovan Mitchell at 24, Jokic and Giannis, Giannis are only 26 year old, years old, and, and Bede's only 27. 
these guys are really young. And I know for me, like a lot of the playoff bets that I made was holding on to the old generation, the generation I grew up watching. Uh, but it's clear that that things are changing in the playoffs and these guys are real, the real deal. And you know, what's crazy is that they're performing at higher levels that I've ever seen young guys in the NBA ever perform at. Trey Young at 22 doing what he's doing. Luka Doncic at the age he's at doing what he's doing. Uh, it's crazy to see. And these guys are getting better, younger. They're coming into the league way more mature, way more ready to play. And it's it's being it's shown out here in these NBA playoffs. And so that's been one of the most fun things to watch of these playoffs is how awesome these young uh, superstars in the league are. And, it, and it's, it's clear that the NBA is in very good hands uh, and the talent is immense. And so that's been a really fun takeaway. Now, the first part of the show I want to talk about in terms of my first big takeaway, my biggest surprise of the NBA playoffs has been Trey Young. And I'm going to talk about Trey Young because honestly, I don't talk about it, Trey Young, a lot. I am not and haven't been a big Trey Young believer, uh, but he is changing my mind right now. The way he's playing, and regardless of what happens in the Sixers series, um, I think it's already proven out to, to see what he's doing and how he's stepping up to the plate. I mean, he's showing up in big moments. He's the way he, his attitude was in the Garden, that villain role that he was taking on. I mean, such an awesome thing to see. So much fun, and that's what basketball is about. So I, I, I think it's awesome. I'm becoming a Trey Young believer. I think what he's going to bring to the game uh, is going to be super unique, uh, at, especially at his size and 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 his skill level. Such a cool thing to see. Um, so we're going to talk really quickly about his uh, his Prism Silver, his 2018 Prism Silver population of 2058, currently trading around 1650. Um, and obviously, a lot of the cards in the market are down. So, you know, one thought I've had uh, of, of these NBA playoffs is that uh, although we're all talking about how the card market's down and how things don't feel really good right now, you know, there could be the people, the guys who make it actually to the finals uh, are the ones that will probably see some increases in their card values. Similar to what we saw what happened in football, there wasn't a massive playoff increase. What happened was for Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, when they got to the Super Bowl, their cards went up. And I think that makes a lot more sense than all the guys in the playoffs going up as people bet on playoffs. It's just not as sustainable as actual values of the guys who make it really deep into the playoffs their values going up makes a lot more sense. And I think that's what we're seeing right now as the NBA cards kind of cool off. Um, but taking a look at Trey Young's uh, silver prism, um, obviously it's 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 been going down a bit here, but comparing it to someone like Luka Doncic, who I don't like comparing Trey and Luka all that much, but it's hard not to when they're in the same tra- uh, draft class and we're even traded for each other. The conversation has always been, why are Trey Young's prices so much less than Luka Doncic's? Uh, and I think there's a reason for that with uh, Luka's uh, international fan base, with his experience in the Euro Euroleagues uh, before he ever got to the NBA. So obviously there's a huge element of that playing in Luka Doncic's cards. But just to compare now that Trey Young's kind of gotten further in the playoffs than Luka has, as Luka's gotten bounced now in the first round two years in a row by the Clippers, uh, it's really interesting to see what's going to happen with Trey Young cards as we move forward. Because even if his cards don't go up because they get eliminated by the Sixers, whatever's happening right now in the playoffs is absolutely going to supercharge these cards for whenever they do go up at some time in the future, right? These events that are happening today, whether they're affecting card values at this very moment, don't doesn't necessarily matter as much as it will when they actually go up and it's clear that Trey Young's got some chops. And uh, with Luka, it's fascinating because 
although he's got the crazy amount of skill and people are definitely not going to panic sell on Luca, there is this thing with Luca's team. His the talent around Luca has been really problematic, uh, and you're seeing it uh, affect his card prices as well. So comparing Trey Young's and Luka Doncic's silver prisms, uh, Luca's trades at right now around 4,600 with a population of 2,053. Luca's silver prism did get up to as much as 8,500 earlier in the year, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Luca's cards uh, over this offseason, um, depending on how they surround Luca with talent. Um, and so these two guys are, are obviously the face of the league going forward and such huge pieces of the NBA. Um, and I think they've shown out and that skill has been absolutely on display this NBA playoffs. The other really big surprise that I want to talk about is Donovan Mitchell. And it's not necessarily as much of a, a surprise as it is kind of a pleasant happening. Donovan Mitchell is proving out to be a true superstar in this league, not even just a star, but a superstar. I mean, this is the second year in a row that he's doing this. He averaged 28 points in the first round and dropped 45 points in the first game against the Clippers. He is the real deal. And I think what his cards are going to be doing over the next few years are absolutely a, a very interesting thing. His cards uh, trade right now at around 1850. The 2017 Silver Prism that for his rookie year uh, has a population of 533. That population will most likely go up as grading comes back. Um, but currently his Silver Prism trades at 1800. Uh, and I think it's going to be really interesting depending on if they get past the Clippers, what ends up happening. And if there is one of these upsets, whether it's the Jazz or the Clippers, which doesn't really come constitute as a upset. But if Donovan Mitchell can lead his team past Kawhi and the Clippers, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens to card values because that is a surprise. That would be awesome to see, even though the Jazz are one of the favorites to come out. For them to actually do it with the young core that they have uh, would actually be something of note. So We'll see what ends up happening, but those are the biggest surprises to me. Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, um, good to see those guys doing what they're doing in the league right now. The biggest disappointment of these NBA playoffs to me is pretty is a pretty obvious one, uh, but the Lakers getting bounced in the first round. It was clear that they just did not have any rhythm going into the uh, playoffs this year. Uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, both coming back from injuries could not get healthy. Uh, and I'm really sad to see them go. I had a massive Lakers uh, bet with LeBron James and Anthony Davis cards. Um, so obviously I was holding on to kind of a uh, a, a dream of, of LeBron getting back to the finals. Again, the, the best player I've watched uh, in my life. Uh, and I really did believe LeBron had it in him. Uh, but it is clear that he's 36 years old. He's lost a step. I mean, he is getting older. And Anthony Davis having... Uh, as many injuries as he does is definitely a concern for the Lakers. So it'll be interesting what they do in the offseason. Uh, let's take a look at LeBron James's Topps Chrome in a PSA 10. That card is currently now dropping kind of down to the $14,000 level. Uh, and I'm very curious to see how much that's going to continue to drop. Uh, if that gets down to kind of what it was uh, before the last run up around 10000 I think it's a really good buy. Um, this is a off-season buy that I think I will be targeting and have been for some time and haven't pulled the trigger. But now that they have been eliminated from the playoffs, I do think that if they continue to drop in price, it's a good time to pick up a LeBron James Topps Chrome uh, in any grade that you can afford. Or if you can watch his lower pop cards, there are plenty of really good low pop LeBron James cards. And if you keep an eye on a couple of those, uh, as they continue to drop in value, picking up one of those could be a really good strategy uh, this off-season. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. 
uh, because I don't think the Nets are getting enough credit for what they're doing. And with James Harden currently out with the hamstring injury, which are lingering, those injuries linger that that may continue for the rest of the playoffs. You know, Kevin Durant's current narrative and the reason why I feel like his cards are really dropping, even though they went up a ton uh, previously in the past six months, um, is there is this narrative around Kevin Durant that he only wins with super teams. And it's not an incorrect narrative. I, I think that's fair. And I think that's going to affect his legacy and how people perceive his cards. However, with James Harden out, and if James Harden does not play very much going forward in these playoffs, there's a real avenue for a positive narrative shift for Kevin Durant. Because if he wins with him, Kyrie, and the supporting cast that they've got at uh, in Brooklyn, that's different than a super team. That's not a super team. That's a regular team. There's That's a, a power duo that every other team right now currently kind of has. And so if they do actually pull it out and they beat the the Nets in the fashion that they're looking like they're going to, I really believe that there is a huge positive narrative shift uh, that could help Kevin Durant's cards uh, over the next six months in a big way. And I've definitely been collecting Kevin Durant cards and definitely am biased in that way, but I believe that that will have a really positive narrative shift around him. Now, Obviously, that can change if there are negative narrative shifts. There are expectations with how good he is that he's going to win the championship. It's almost taken for granted, and and that can have an effect on his cards. But again, I do think that uh, how good the Nets look, if they can pull off the championship, which honestly, that would be my pick right now, then the narrative in the offseason becomes how many more years are they going to win championships? Again, if Kevin Durant wins another couple in, in Brooklyn, uh, then you're talking about a different echelon of of a, a different tier of NBA legend status, the unicorn status that he kind of is with being a seven footer, being able to pull up, shoot, and and handle the way he can, and his defense is improving in in a lot of really amazing ways. Has always been really good and underrated, uh, but it's clear that these Nets can play defense, and really you can't stop them offensively. So I think there's a huge topic of discussion that needs to be had around Kevin Durant cards, and they're going to be really interesting. So let's take a look at his uh, 2007 Topps Chrome and a PSA 10. You can see what's happening to his prices as they fall to around 4,500 with a population of 961 so keep an eye on these cards uh and again keep an eye on lower population kevin durant cards as i think that's where the opportunity lies there's a lot of good opportunity here i myself has picked up a finest uh green refractor uh number to 149 in a bgs 95 for this exact reason i think that there's a lot of opportunity in kevin durant cards all right let's talk about uh, who's got the most to lose out of these NBA playoffs? Uh, and I think that, you know, it's it's sad because I actually hold uh, cards of this player, but I think it's something that we need to discuss here on the show because I think it's real. Giannis Antetokounmpo cards are in jeopardy, I think. And not to alarm anyone, again, not to push anyone to go sell because if you're collecting Giannis cards, you need to have a long-term view of it. He is already a two-time MVP and a defensive player of the year. But if he gets bounced, uh, in the second round against the Nets in five games or four games, the discussion around Giannis and that team will get negative. And that narrative will affect Giannis cards. It could be a good time to pick up Giannis cards. And as someone who will hold Giannis cards, uh, that is unfortunate to see, but it'll it'll provide more of a buying opportunity for Giannis, um, especially if they can do something around the edges on that team or maybe get a new coach to get a different scheme. They've got some real issues on that team and and they've they've got the talent. Like Drew Holiday, Giannis, Chris Middleton, they've got the talent. Chris Middleton needs to play better, that's for sure. But again, they've got it. 
Uh, and Giannis is that good of a player. So the narrative shift around Giannis will be really fascinating to see, but I think he's honestly got the most to lose. Um, conversely, who's got the most to gain out of these NBA playoffs? Uh, and I think the answer to that question is Chris Paul. The Phoenix Suns have been such an, a fun story and such a fun team to watch. I mean, they've been really good this playoffs. They are not letting up. They beat the Lakers. I mean, they absolutely beat the Lakers and they... When when they when they smell blood in the water, they went after it and they 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 beat them. Done. They put them out of their misery and they're doing it again to the Nuggets. The Nuggets, you know, they're exposing a lot of the Nuggets' flaws without having Jamal Murray. I think Michael Porter's dealing with a, a potential lower back injury right now that I think we'll find out about later on and after they get eliminated. But it's clear that the Phoenix Suns are a better team than the Denver Nuggets and the Chris Paul narrative uh, is one that can really help his card. So let's take a look. At his 2005 Topps Chrome, which only has a population of 234, which is very, very low for his kind of standard uh, true rookie card in, in, in for basketball cards, uh, his price is all the way down to 1000 has gone up to around 24 was as much as 2400 earlier in the year. So if you believe in the Phoenix Suns, I think this is an absolute banger of a play, the Chris Paul Topps Chrome. Uh, he's already got such a long-standing, strong legacy as one of the best point guards to to play the game. So if he can actually get a championship under his belt, I honestly think his cards and his legacy has the most to gain out of these NBA playoffs. Um, what's clear through this entire playoff series has been that the NBA is in a really great place talent-wise. Like It is awesome to see the amount of talent that the NBA has. Uh, I'm excited about the NBA playoffs going forward uh, and can't wait to watch who's going to pull it out, what upsets are going to happen, and who's going to win the NBA championship. Uh, and 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 really, you know, as much discussion as there is about the down market, let's not talk about that as much because honestly, it's about, you know, the future of basketball cards. I do believe in the future of basketball cards. And I think right now what's happening with basketball cards cooling off and people not buying during the playoffs Again, that makes sense. How many times have we heard over the last two years, myself included, tell people, don't buy in the playoffs. It doesn't necessarily make sense. You're buying uh, pretty much at a time where it's guaranteed that the cards are going to go down afterwards when the offseason happens. And when influencers and content creators talk about that over and over again, well, guess what? People are learning. People are getting smarter. Uh, and we're seeing that happen. People are definitely waiting to see what happens in the offseason. So I think we'll see a lot of activity in the offseason, and we may not see it in the playoffs except for the guys who get to the NBA finals. And I think that's where the caveat is. And I'm excited uh, for that and to see what ends up happening with cards. But again, I think that sports cards are in a good place. I think basketball is in a good place. Uh, and I really appreciate everyone listening into the show. That's going to do it for the show today. Again, if you've enjoyed the uh, 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 graphs that you're seeing on the show today, uh, please do click on the card ladder sign up link. If you're using, if you're not using a data research tool already, I really appreciate that you get a week free trial. If you click on that link again, do DM me if you're interested in coming onto the show, uh, to be a guest here and, and talk about a topic of your choice, uh, on a 15 to 30 minute show. Uh, so please take advantage of that as well. Uh, and give me a follow on Instagram at the slap talk, hit that subscribe button on YouTube and that bell icon to be notified for future episodes. And please, if you're listening on podcasts, leave a rating and a review. I really appreciate it. It helps me build the show up. And thanks again for listening and have a good day.